Good evening, Empowered Ministers of God. Once again, this is Reverend Tamara, and we are talking about rapture ready. We want to be rapture ready. Um, so before we... I just want you to know that this is our last edition of Rapture Readiness. Um, this is our last edition of the Rapture Readiness series. Let's have a word of prayer together. Our Lord and Savior, we give praise and honor to you because you are faithful. You have brought us this far. Lord, to each and every one who is hearing this message, let your faithfulness be seen. Father, shine your light on us, even as we listen to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Glorious people of God, I'm just so excited because we've come this far concerning our uh, rapture preparation. And... We are like people getting ready for a flight, you know. You have to make sure your bags are packed. You have to make sure that you have taken your shower. You have to make sure that you've eaten something. You have to make sure that you have left your house in order. So we are like people getting ready for a flight. And that is why we are discussing rapture readiness. It's not good for us to be ignorant about what is going on. It's good for us to be prepared. And like I always say, some people have grown so tired. Uh, we are believers. We, we believe the word of God. But we are tired of hearing or thinking about the coming of Christ. And it shouldn't be so. We must keep on talking about this so that we keep the promise alive in our hearts. But today is going to be the last time I'll be doing this series for now. Uh, until unless the Lord gives us another opportunity. So buckle your seatbelts and um, get ready for rapture readiness. Today, I'm just going to do a recap of everything that we've discussed in order to make sure that we are all on the same page and in order to make sure that we didn't miss anything. In case you missed one of the messages, this is the message that ties everything up. All right. So um, I just want to start by saying the rapture is a reward for faithfulness. The rapture is a reward for faithfulness. And that means, what, what do we need to know about the rapture? We need to know that the rapture is the departure of the Holy Spirit from the earth. And the Holy Spirit, as you know, dwells within each and every believer in Christ. Those who have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, the Holy Ghost is within you. And the, the, the God, is, God is coming to take His Holy Spirit. And he's not going to leave you. He's going to take you and his Holy Spirit to be caught up with Christ in the air and we'll go together. Or you could also say that the rapture is the return of Jesus Christ for his bride. And who is the bride of Jesus Christ? Is the church. When we say the church, we are not talking about buildings. We are not talking about the nice air-conditioned uh, structure that you have put up at East Legon or at um, in Kumasi. We are talking about you and I. The believers that make up the body of Christ. So Jesus Christ is coming back for us. How is the rapture going to take place? As I said, this is a recap. So you've heard all this before. I'm just going over it. What is the rapture? I've explained. How is it going to take place? It's going to take place in three easy steps. I said the rapture in three easy steps. Number one, the Lord will descend. And when he descends, he will come with three, he will come in three with three things. Number one, with a shout. So you hear the shouts, you hear the voice of the archangel, that's number two, and you hear the sound of a trumpet. So the Lord will descend with the shouts, the voice of an archangel, and the trumpet. All these things I'm saying are in the Bible. I've given the biblical references to you in my previous um, rapture ready, one, two, three, and four. So this is the final rapture ready. So if you need the scripture references, please refer back 
to the previous ones for the sake of the length of the message okay um so the lord will descend with the shadows uh number one number two the dead in christ will rise so people who have passed away your grandmothers your great grandmothers if they were in christ they will rise okay and when they rise number three will happen number three is the living we that are still alive will be caught up to meet jesus in the air so this time he's not coming to touch down He's not coming to walk around. He's not coming to heal the lepers when people saw him. No, no, no. He's coming to just be suspended there in the sky. And then we will meet him in the air. According to the word of God, we will all be we'll be caught up in the air with him. And we'll all go with him to where he stays. All right? So, Jesus Christ is not coming back to come and, uh, um, you know, win souls. That job is left for you and I to do. So, we've talked about what the rapture is, how it will take place. Then we talk about who will be left behind. And in Rapture Ready, part two, I talked about who will be left behind. I said, number one, the unbelievers will be left behind. If you don't believe, and I said there are two categories of unbelievers. The unbelieving unbelievers, those who have rejected Christ and said that God doesn't exist, I don't believe in Jesus, I believe in uh, Buddha, I believe in other things. Those people are going to be left behind. And then we have unbelieving believers. Those who have professed Christ, they believe, you know, they say they believe, but their actions, everything about them shows that they don't believe. Their actions are speaking a different language from their mouth. Those unbelieving believers will be left behind. Who else will be left behind? Unprofitable servants will be left behind. What is an unprofitable servant? The one who got tired of waiting for his master and started misbehaving, started to beat his fellow servants, started to do all sorts of things that he's not supposed to be doing because he figures that. Jesus has been coming, ah, still, he has no reach, so we might as well enjoy ourselves. That kind of a, a unprofitable servant, who is also busy doing what he's not supposed to do, or not doing what he's supposed to do, will be left behind. Number three, those who hinder others from believing. People who put obstacles in the way of the gospel. Either you prevent people from going to church, you prevent the preaching of the gospel, you make yourself an enemy of the word of God. You will be left behind to figure out your own way. When we say you are left behind, what are you being left behind for? We are being left behind for the tribulation. That is the difference. Um, well, it's not really different. It's part and parcel of this issue. But the whole point is this. I don't want you to be left behind. When you are left behind, you will be left for the tribulation. Okay? And the tribulation will be a very terrible and trying time. Especially for people who say they believe in God. Okay, so please, I don't want you to be left behind. All of us are moving on the first bus. That's the reason why I'm taking pains to go through all this explanation. Now, when is the rapture going to take place? According to Matthew 24 verse 36, no one knows the day or hour. Okay, no one knows. I don't know. Uh, your neighbor doesn't know. Anybody who comes to tell you that the world is ending on this day, the person is lying to you because Jesus Christ said that even the angels who stand by God, even the Son himself, that is Jesus, doesn't know. It is only the Father who knows. In Acts chapter 1 verse 7, Jesus told us that it is not for you to know the times or the dates have been set by the Father. Okay? It's not for you to know. So your business is not to know oh, which day, which particular day will you come. Bible said that if the thief knew that the... Uh, sorry, if the house owner knew that the thief was going to break in, he would have guarded his house better. So he said he will come like a thief in the night. It means your business is not to know when, but it is just to prepare in case it is today. Wouldn't I be glad? Whilst I'm talking about this, then trim, rapture carries me. Then I'll say, I, at least I was found doing what I was supposed to be doing. 
So you, what are you also doing right now as you are listening to me? When the rapture decides to take place right now, will you be found doing what you're supposed to do? Or will you be found wanting? I believe God that you will not be left behind. Now, when Jesus said it's not for you to know the days, you know, the times or the dates set by the Father, he said in Acts 1 is, but you will receive power. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. So, obviously, he's not just giving you power for fun and games. There's a reason. He has a reason why he's giving you the power. So you will receive the power. Instead of you to waste your time knowing days and times and oh, when it's going to take place, instead, receive the power of the Holy Ghost so that you can do what with it. So that you can be a witness. You'll be a witness in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, to the ends of the earth. So you be a witness in Accra, in Kumasi, in Sunyani, in Brahafu. Be a witness in, in Nairobi, in Johannesburg, in Cairo, in Cape Town, in New York, in Paris, wherever you find yourself, be a witness to the utmost ends of the earth because that is what the master has commanded us to do. And I want to say in closing, in summary, in ending, in conclusion, I think my English teacher did a good job. I'll look for her one day and buy her some ice cream. So I want to say in conclusion that John 14 verse 3 says, this is the words of Jesus Christ. I want to leave you with this promise. Jesus Christ said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back. It's a definite statement. It's not I might come back or I'm thinking about coming back. He said, I'm going to prepare a place for you and I will come back and take you to be with me. So that you may also be where I am. Where Jesus Christ is at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. He is coming back to take you and I to where he is. He is coming back to take you and I to where he is. The question is, are you ready? I am getting ready. Are you ready? Is your backpacks? Have you polished your shoes? Have you washed your garments? Child of God, I have talked about all the things that you need to know. Please, be rapture ready and let's move on the first bus. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord make his countenance to shine upon you and give you his peace. Oh, Lord, hear the prayer that I'm praying for these people. That each and every person who hears this message will never be left behind. They will be ready for your coming. Thank you, Jesus, for the grace to do what must be done. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.